everybody, and welcome back to Rise of the Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kara. I'm wearing shorts, and I'm brownie. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so, I don't know how he's wearing shorts. It's freezing. It's it is cold. freezing. It is very cold. It's the right it's temperature. No, no. So is this this is episode twenty five? Is it 25? This is a quarter of 100 episodes. Are you sure that it's episode 25, Jeremy? I'm positive it's episode, it is episode 25. 25. Oh, my Lanta guys. I just renamed the recorder, so I knew. Yep. What are we going to do when we hit 100? <sighs> retire. Reti- oh, that's what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> well, time to retire. Losers. I'm going to have to find new co-hosts. That's going to be, what would that be? Um, Next year. Well, no. 18 months from now. Yeah, so, it, well. Ish. 18 months? Well, 25. Well, so there's 52 weeks a year. We do one every week. Yep. Right? So oh, it's, yeah, it's four weeks shy of two years, so it'll be in... April of 2021. Yep. Oh, that is 18 months from now, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy did the quick math. I did it the long way. It might be like my happy birthday to me. We're done. (laughs) So my how I did that really quickly is I just it had been six months since we started, and that's 25 episodes. So I just multiplied it by four and then subtracted the six. Yeah. See, Jeremy learned about how estimation works in school. Stay in school, kids. (laughs) So, anyways, here's here's what here's what's exciting. I have never had such emotion. From a movie trailer ever, and this uh, one has done it. Yeah, we're gonna date this podcast hard, but this is our first podcast since Seen the Rise the of Skywalker final trailer has come out. Ooh. Okay, so all right, initial reactions. I mean, we we're waiting, Chris. I called you. I said this is supposed to drop at, during the Monday night football game, yep. which happened to be Carrie Fisher's birthday, by the way. Yes, happy so, birthday! I and had, the Patriots were playing, so I was like, "Yay!" A reason to watch. Hey, I met a, a person the other day whose favorite. Quarterback is Tom Brady. So. Yeah, that Ew. should be everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He's the most handsome person ever. <laughs> He's a... Okay, all right. Tom oh, Brady, all right. I, uh, Tom I Brady really am quitting Star the Wars. podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so I called Chris. I was like, this is going to come out for Monday Night Football. And let me know when it comes out. So, And then tickets were also supposed to go on sale. And well, all right, we're going to just turn into that. So... I was ready for Chris to oh, get yeah, a hold we of me. We were going to just thing for that. boom. We were going to get tickets right, and we we're all ready. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened was Kara was. This is how the last three times we've gotten tickets. We got tickets because of me. Because of Kara. Me. So, <laughs> uh, the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and now the Rise of Skywalker. All of the times we got tickets, we've gone as a big group, ten to fifteen people. And Kara and I just get the tickets, and we disperse them out, and we find people, and then I just know people are going to want to go with us, and it's really fun. So it's been our tradition, and it's sad because that tradition, you know, sad when stuff like that ends. But anyways. Until episode 10 comes out. Well, I was right? say, they're, gonna, they're coming out with another trilogy. It's just not going to be Skywalker. Well, that's my heart, though, Skywalker trilogy. <laughs> well, but what if it's the, about, uh, what's that droid like? that you like? What's, what if it's the Chomper trilogy or Chopper trilogy? Oh, I would love Chopper trilogy. <laughs> Jeremy's like, uh, Chopper needs his own TV show. So we've also been watching the Resistance TV show, and BB9E is not gone yet, and he is a little jerk. He is a little jerk. He attacks this other BB. Anyways, all right. So See, all three times <laughs> that we've gotten tickets for Rise of, for the Star Wars movies, Kara's been scrolling Facebook, and she finds out like posted one minute ago tickets are on sale. So we're sitting there, and the trailer hasn't dropped yet. I haven't heard from you, Chris. Yeah, it was and, mid. It was like midway second quarter still. Yep. And Kara's scrolling through Facebook, and she's like. Oh, Ticket on sale. Ticket on sale. I run over <laughs> to the laptop, flip it open. I'm like, try Fandango. And now movie tickets was my homeboy last time. Movietickets.com was not crashed when The Last Jedi came out. They were the ones who got me the tickets. Fandango was completely crashed last time. Mm-hmm. This time, we have a Marcus Theaters near us. Their stuff was messed up. So Fandango would get you into the page. Movietickets.com would get you to the page, but you couldn't pick the seats because Marcus Theater's system was completely crashed. And we learned the hard way last time that you can't do it over the phone. You can't. You can go in person and buy the tickets, mm-hmm. but you can't do it over the phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Kara, the servers are down. She goes, goodbye. <laughs> she did. She hopped in her car. And it was like a rainstorm that day. There was like 70 yeah, mile an hour winds. Oh, that that's right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, am I even going to be able to get down there? Like, like, worth it. Died getting Star right? Wars tickets. <laughs> that's what it came down <laughs> to. The park basically flooded that day. It did, yeah. And there, that's it where was, Duluth 10 is, for all of you who don't know. Yeah, there, there were waves breaking over the top of the um, well, the did, walkways on the piers. Yeah. Like, we have footage of the just people standing there and be like, giant waves. Didn't you say that we had like typhoon? 
the hurricane, hurricane level winds wind. like that. I think that they, they clocked in some of the wind speeds at like 75 miles an hour on the Wisconsin yeah. side. I think the threshold is 70 for hurricane winds, isn't and it? We had 70 mile an hour yeah. winds that day. We had a Just branch ridiculous. fall down. We have a huge tree in our yard. We had a branch down fall that was bigger than my arm. Like break so off. it was like Maybe a little like twig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was between our cars, yeah. and it hit the ground so hard it dented yeah, down, it was like, almost six inches into the dirt. I was like, Dang. man, if that hit my car, I'd have it a hole in the roof. It would have done some serious damage. So anyway, so Kara's driving, and I'm frantically. I've got my phone going. I've got my browser with three pages going. I've got Fandango. I'm refreshing. I can select the tickets, no problem. Just couldn't pick seats. Right. So I'm refreshing and refreshing and trying. I'm checking Reddit. I'm checking different sites. Is anybody getting tickets? I'm freaking out. And uh, they're, it's like, come on, it's 2019. You know you're going to be bogged down. Yeah, to buy the extra server space for 25 minutes. You know it to be Get true. Get the bandwidth ready. Yes. <laughs> well, okay, so in their defense, though, they have already sold more tickets than Endgame. Yes, for, according to pre-sales. Yeah, they pre-sold yeah. more than Endgame. Right, so I mean, I'm sure they were gauging, like, Endgame was huge. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they were gauging that, like, Oh, it'll pro- it'll probably be less than Endgame because of how much how bitter people were about the Last Jedi. I'm sure. Oh, they were like, I, you know. I've been loving reading. I found a whole thread all about that about people. There was a specific thread that says, "Did you see the Last Jedi? Complain about it, but buy tickets for Rise the Rise of Skywalker." People are commenting, <laughs> and their stories are great. They're like, "Well, just J.J. Abrams, and the first one was good." So I'm gonna... But it's so funny because it's like. You know, people were... So, I I think I mentioned this, like, right after I re... I think it was, it was around the time that we started the podcast. I had rewatched episode eight, and it wasn't like... And I, like, initially I was like, episode eight. I was, like, I didn't hate it as much as a lot of people did, but mm-hmm. I didn't really like it that much. Right. Rewatched it, liked it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, if J.J. Abrams somehow recontextualizes the events of episode eight to make sense, because there was a lot of negative outcry about Empire Strikes Back when it first came right. out. Right. And it ended up being the most popular one of all of them. Now, I don't think that'll happen oh, with, gosh, right. no. with The Last Jedi. But it could but, redeem it some. Yeah, I think there could be some redemption going on in Episode 9 for Episode 8. I agree. I agree. That's the and, trouble with the middle episodes of trilogy. Right, and especially, especially, you know, it's like there's a lot of questions that they obviously want to answer. And they tried to downplay that, you know, in Episode 8, you know, like raise parents and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the thing that I'm going to find interesting, which is is like Snoke and Palpatine, like how do they come into playing a role right. together? Were they related? Because if there's no relation there, it's going to be a little bit weird because then they should have just threw in shadowy puppet Palpatine and just kept him shadowy and secret. Well, yeah, because like, you have to think what, hap- what happened to the Sith users because Palpatine and Darth Vader both go out within, you know, a day of each other, basically, right. depending on how fast you right. want to, whatever. You know, le- less time than would be necessary to find another Sith apprentice. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, so either they're breaking the rule of two, which I don't think has ever once been true. Right. I think there's ever only ever been two Sith. There's always more than two. Well, so we're doing the rewatches, you know, over the episodes. And even, hit, like, Vader is trying to convince Luke, together we can strike the Emperor down, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like Vader's trying to take Palpatine, you know, take out Palpatine and use Luke. And so there'd be three. Yeah, and yeah. then, like, you have, I don't think, I, I'd have to double check the timing, but, like, Palpatine had to have been working on Dooku before he lost Darth Maul. Of course. Right? So it's like he's already, like, this rule of two. So the Sith just don't play by any rules. And you try and, look, always two there are. Yoda, you're wrong. Right, right, right. Well, so that's what I was going to say. I've been having fun doing the rewatches. So we went and, um, talking about The Last Jedi, is I got those footage of Yoda from Empire Strikes Back. And I just love that Yoda so much. It made me think fondly of Yoda and The Last Jedi, because that was my... That movie I could talk about, and we'll probably talk about it when we do episode eight, which I'm getting really excited to keep doing. We're this. getting close. We're getting close. Yep. And so what Leia's scene in The Last Jedi pulled me, oh, like I, there was things that happened that made me didn't feel like it's, this wasn't Star Wars anymore. But when I saw Yoda, it pulled me right back into my seat, and I felt like Those were the best in. scenes. It was the best scene. You know, the tree, and Yoda starts it on fire, and he just looks like... like- Yes, yeah. <laughs> the shock Pikachu face. Yes, and so I went back when I got done grabbing the clips, and I threw on episode eight and jumped to that scene and just rewatched it. And it is an amazing scene. It's so funny, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see Luke still oh, has stuff to learn. I have a small complaint. This is the me ragging on Jeremy section of the podcast. You missed like six clips that I was looking for. Well, get it after this, and I'll get it. No, I already got them. Oh, you grabbed them. But it. it's like. If you watch the stupid episodes, <laughs> instead of just going off your notes, I wouldn't have to do your job for <laughs> Oh, yeah, because there were a couple times, and I was like, you guys didn't list this. You guys didn't list this. 
So, right. yeah, like, the only shot of Slave 1 you gave me is when it's chasing the Millennium Falcon. So, right. like, you don't really see the exterior of the ship. That's true. So then I had to get, like, Han getting loaded in once he's returned into Carbonite Man. Spoilers on what's coming up for likes, dislikes. Yeah. Well, I oh, mean, well. people know what the movies are. Well, yeah, but they don't know our likes and dislikes. Yeah. Well, I like... Everything. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so, so back to the story. So back to the... So, yeah, Last Jedi aside, Kara ran all the way down there, and she was able to get a majority of the tickets mm-hmm. from from down there. And then um, right as she was, like, about to buy the tickets, swipe the card there and get them... The servers came back up, and I was able to grab ones next to the ones that she got. So, And it was really to... funny, though, because I was talking to the lady, and I was like, you guys don't do call-ins, right? Because, you know, I, I, I didn't know if they changed. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, no. She's like, we've been having people call us for the past however long the tickets have been for sale. And she's like, they've been asking to buy tickets over the phone. She's like, nope, you have to come down here. So... We got a crazy lady down here, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's buying them all. Yeah. Right? Come on down. So... This is the biggest batch we've ever done, 16 tickets. Yep, and all of them are spoken for except one. Except for one. And if you want to join us, <laughs> not to say that. For those of you do, who don't know, we do have a live studio audience. Yes, today. Sorry, Jim is visiting us today, former Ooh. roommate, current friend. Welcome, Jim. Uh, Fellow dork. Follow the applause sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so Kara was able to do that. And then, um, so that was like, we, we came down from the rush of having to get the tickets and just that feeling of, you know, that. Well, and you guys hadn't even seen the trailer yet. Yeah, I hadn't even seen point. the trailer. So I did got you, back before the trailer dropped. So did you watch the official one or did you watch the one that I sent you? We watched, we, you sent the trailer and then you sent me that link. So I clicked the one you sent me and we opened that on the TV. So I saw the one you sent me. Okay. But, but then Jeremy then was like, I need to rewatch it. And yeah, so then, because the, the, yeah, the official one. one didn't get posted, mm-hmm. I think, until after the game was done. Uh, right, but. right, and so okay, so now okay, so now let's get to the trailer. So here's oh, here's so, good. so here's what was crazy for me. We've got teaser trailer that dropped at the Star Wars celebration, which amazing. In, the, in one of the first podcasts, we talk about this being the year of Star Wars, and it yep. can't be like any. That's the truth right there. The, and so we had the teaser trailer drop at the Star Wars celebration, and I'll never forget that moment because I Karen did I, lose it a little bit there when they showed Carrie Fisher. In in the teaser, in the teaser trailer, yeah. where teaser. she's they've used, they've used that same shot in all three trailers. Yeah, because yeah. I'd imagine they don't have they don't want to give away too much. Yeah, of what they that's have, yeah. You know? but, but yeah, that's the shot they're talking all, about. Which are all, uh, it's all footage that they weren't able to use in the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm glad they have it. Yeah, that's what Chris's theory is. We don't why we don't ever delete any footage. Yep, because <laughs> so. if Jeremy dies, we already have enough stuff to just keep the podcast going for 25 <laughs> years. Yeah. He's together just random podcasts of everything. Well, you saw, oh, so this is a quick sideline. So when Jeremy was in New Orleans, I had a couple different options for putting Jeremy into the show. And I don't know if he ever showed you the one where I just took a freeze frame of him and composited it in oh over. So it just looked like Jeremy was frozen in time, but you could hear so him talking. <laughs> so literally, I would just do that. But then maybe I would just get like some sort of mouth flap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would just have the three poses of Jeremy, like happy Jeremy, insulted Jeremy, excited Jeremy. I just Jeremy. switch between them. Yeah. <laughs> Based on whatever he was saying. <laughs> and then in a thousand years, Fry can unlock me. Yep. Let me out. So anyways, so so back to April, right? Star Wars teaser trailer comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in a room with 30,000 other people at the Star Wars celebration. It was an absolutely fantastic thing to be a part of because the room went silent. You ever try to, like, you could have somebody up there yelling, probably giving away money, and you wouldn't quiet 30,000 people because somebody mm-hmm. just wouldn't care. That trailer came on. It's like you could hear a pin drop. It was the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone was glued on the screen, just on the, the massive screen. And then the trailer gets done, and people are freaking out. They're plotting and everything. And then the, the next thing you see is everyone on their phones rewatching it. <laughs> so it was like you went from everyone craning necks this way to craning necks down as they're, like, watching. We were doing it. We were waiting in we line. To, they had the mock-up of the interior of the Millennium Falcon there. And then we were waiting in line for that. And it was, it was like, like a 30-minute line. So we were, you know, about halfway through it at that point. And so it was like we were watching the trailer over and over as we are waiting to get in line. And then you go sit in the Falcon. And um, so that was really cool. So, okay. So you had the teaser trailer. Then you had the D23 trailer. So D23, which was Disney's big con. Was that convention. the Generations one? That was the, yes. Like every 1,000 mm-hmm. generations yeah, more than you that, now. I, yeah. I thought up to this, prior to the one that we just watched, I was like, that is the best trailer for a movie I've ever seen. It was it so was good. And it's, the fun good. thing, that one just is like nostalgia all over because it's got, yeah. it cuts it through all the. It opens up with A New Hope into Empire Strikes Back into. It goes in release order, I think, it for yeah. when it's showing the it things. Does. So it does. Like, it just drags you through like the order. 
order that many of us have seen the film. Wait, you didn't catch on that before? I didn't, not until I Chris totally just said did. it. I totally did. Yeah. Wow. It was like playing back in my mind. I'm like, okay, and then it jumps to Obi-Wan yep. and Darth Maul, and then to two, and then three, and then seven. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's crazy cool. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so... We'll break down these trailers, but we're talking about the newest trailer. So we have the yeah. final trailer. You texted me. It's up. We threw it on the TV, and it's just like, that was the only thing. I, that was like one of my best days I've had in a long time, just knowing that that trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. And we had it was good knowing we had tickets. Mm-hmm. So that was what yeah. was super cool. So it comes on, and it, and it plays through. And it was like, I, I, I like didn't weep, but I was like, I had my eyes got watery and like a tear when C-3PO's line. So I didn't know that part. So I like, literally spoiler alert, saying, if you refuse to watch trailers. Okay, so people, here's the thing. Give me a point. Right here, there's going to be a link to watch the trailer. If you've not watched it, watch it, because we're going to be talking about it. And, and uh, spoiling a trailer isn't a big deal, but just right. watch the dang trailer. I watch do know the dang there's trailer. quite a few people who do try to go into movies with zero information. Okay, so also, so. point right down there. Th- this is the time you can skip to if you don't want to hear us talking about the trailer. All right, so. Which is going to be the end of the episode. <laughs> right? no, this time will go away when we're done talking about mm-hmm. it. Um, so here's what's cool. Um, I cause I know somebody who's not watching the trailer, and he I've convinced him to watch it since. Is Bill? Okay. And I was so, gonna say everybody, all of our viewers know who Bill is. So Bill was like, I'm gonna hold off on watching the trailers, but he said that every time he does that, it still get stuff ends up getting spoiled. So mm-hmm. like Dumbledore and Harry Potter and stuff like that. Um, <gasps> I'm just kidding. I have I, right, right, right. <laughs> so so he was like, it always ends up blowing up in my face, and I have I have to say, like you know, you said it's one of the best trailers I've ever seen mm-hmm. because it's wrapping up a nine movie thing, and that just the way that they did the scenes and the cuts and everything it's an experience in and of itself to watch that trailer mm-hmm. like yeah. it just got me so hyped for the movie well the, it was amazing it was loaded with easter eggs yeah, yeah oh Keith, yeah totally keith and i were talking about it because i had asked him if he'd seen it he said no and it was the one of the nights that i was working late and uh so i had him watch it and i had to like run over the printer or something so he's watching while i'm not there and i come back in and he's re-watching it like <laughs> putting it through the second time and he's picking out all these little things or whatever. And he's like, man, I'm glad that I watched this trailer. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an experience in and of itself. So I highly recommend watch the trailer because it really, it, it's, it, it builds up the hype for a movie. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a great movie. I can't wait to see it. It's two and a half hours long. The official runtime was released. It's, longest, so it's the longest one, right? Longest yeah. Star Wars movie to date. I think it's going to be excellent. So now we can break down the trailer. So for me, it was like I was really getting hit in the feels there with C-3PO. Yeah. And this they, is about like halfway, maybe two-thirds of the way through. about halfway through. And he looks right at the camera, and they're like, C-3PO, you know, what are, what are you doing, well, man? Well, so, and he's hooked up to a ship. Right. I don't know if it's the Falcon or not, but he's hooked right. up into something. Like, he's mm-hmm. patched into whatever. So you can tell, like, something has gone awry that C-3PO is interfaced with right. whatever technology he's in. And, and uh, so yeah, I'm just setting the scene. Yeah, and so then, uh, and he looks, and it's just like, I didn't even expect it. Like, I, I, like C-3PO, what are you doing? And we had seen the red-eye trailer, or the red-eye scene from the D23 Right, so that trailer. has to take place So it's right got to be somewhere to do with it, but then he does the, you know, taking one last look at my friends, and it's like, oh, oh. I know, oh. I was like, and yeah. so. I was looking at, like, uh, the Star Wars Celebration page and everything like that is blowing up with memes and stuff, and they're like, honey and, like, husband and wife or whatever laying in bed or significant other, and they're like, oh, why are you crying, dear? And he's like, they better not kill my boy C-3PO, you know? <laughs> and there's all these memes about, like, keep C-3PO alive, and it's like, yeah. I will be really, really, really sad if they kill him. Well, so He's been in all the movies! The, 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 the only thing that makes me think that he won't die is the fact that in episode five, he gets blown into 500 pieces. I mean, it's true. And they put him back together. Right. It would just be if he did, like, a suicide mission where... He right. couldn't be recovered to put back together. I want to be something like so the um, the computer and the Falcon, right? You know, so like if it was some situation kind of like that. Well, he talks to the computer on the Falcon in Empire Strikes Back. So any of those two end up in the Falcon computer together in love or something. I don't know. <laughs> can <laughs> you enjoy the love? Because she loves Lando. Can you L3 imagine with L3 L3PO? and 3PO? L3 is, is she. L3. CL3PO. Cyclops. <laughs> right? Like she is the complete opposite of 3PO. Like, they make a good couple. No matters. <laughs> She's just like sassy McQueen. <laughs> and then 3PO's like, I'm human, human cyborg relations. So so here's, okay, so then, okay, so let's so we got C-3PO right in the middle. We got some cool new stuff. We've got mm-hmm. horses. We've got a new character that's introduced. That's the guy working on C-3PO. It's the first mm-hmm. time we've seen him in live action. There's a Lego minifig of him. But what I'm blown away is, is, you know, in The Force Awakens, we get introduced to the First Order. And in The Last Jedi, we see a lot of the First Order. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this is so crazy because in a lot of the canon books, the First Order, um, you know, it, it's, this is the Empire's coming back. The Emperor, right. what's going on there? You know, 
Palpatine's, but he's got to be back for real. Yeah, he's talking. Well, there's the there's that shot, like I think the last shot of the trailer where it looks like it's behind like his throne, and you see yeah. like the edge of the cloak and everything. And Ray in front of yeah, him. and he's saying it's like I was expecting. I can't remember what he says now. Right. So the, I've been. Expecting I've been waiting for this for a while, a long time or something. Yeah, he's crap. Well, no, I can't remember. He's he says I've been waiting for this moment for mm, a long time. Yes. That's when they pan to his throne, um, but then there's the scene behind him. Showing Ray, okay. and I don't remember what he says exactly there, but um, I mean, Jeremy will attest to this. I screamed. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I couldn't. I was. I'm so excited. And then I've always been a big fan. Like it's so hard to just not just love Empire Strikes Back because you see the iconic ATATs, you see mm-hmm. the ATSTs, you see the Star Destroyers and Super Star Destroyers, which because that's what I've seen, that's what I love the look of, and the First Order stuff is snazzier. But it's just, it's not classic. They're raising yes. Star Destroyers up from the water, and there's a massive oh, yeah. fleet of them and everything. It's like, it's not the direction I thought the movie was going to go no. in. This feels like com- completely a different way than I was expecting. And I love the direction it's going. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an epic space opera battle. I'm, so there's a, the, the thing that I wanted to dive into a little bit more and try and figure out is, so there's a scene inside, like obviously, like Ray and Kylo. Mm-hmm. There's a few different interactions they have, but there's one where it looks like maybe at first they're fighting, but there's like that thing that's in the foreground. Yeah. That, and, and based on their follow throughs, it looks like they both attack it together. Right. It's like, what is that? You I know. Don't, Jeremy and I there's, rewound that, it. We paused on it. We tried to figure. Yeah, that Keith and I were frame me. frame by framing mm-hmm. it. So for people that don't know, the um, left and right uh, angle brackets are frame by frame on oh, YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. So we were just like we were going through frame by frame trying to figure out what it was, and that's like we just it just you can't tell what it is. No, it's just right. something that disintegrates when they hit it. Well, funny well, enough, it, to me, so there's the scene Kylo's in the first in Force Awakens. He's got Vader's helmet. It kind of looks like a smoldy Vader's helmet when it's played at normal speed. When it's frame by framed, it looks like a black tower or whatever, like a black thing. Well, it's, part of me is like so. After you see, Ray's got a knife in her hand too. I did not yeah, see that. It's, she has a knife in, in her scene. hand. It's in her off hand. And it comes through the rumble, and you can completely see a normal, like, blade. It's like, what is she doing with a lightsaber and a blade? Hmm. Don't see those in Star Wars. Yeah, I guess I was so focused on the thing, I wasn't really looking at their hands. Well, about, like, the black thing that they they knocked down, and I don't know if it could be, but um, after the Emperor dies, the remaining... or Okay, well, you know what I'm saying. In Return of the Jedi... When he blows up in the Death Star or whatever. Shortly after that, a lot of Operation Cinder goes into effect. Oh, yeah. And which, It's canon. It's just it's a, Battlefront 2 is based on it. Okay. So Emperor wants everything destroyed. If he yep, can't rule a galaxy, everything. everything's destroyed. Yeah. Okay. And so um, what he does to make sure his orders are followed through is he has these droids of him. Like with pre-recorded oh. messages and stuff like that that he sends out to his generals and whatnot. And so they basically view it as Emperor Palpatine. So I'm wondering if maybe that could be something. I think he's back. Well, yeah, but I, I think mean, he's just straight up back. But the funny thing would is... Would you be disappointed if he's not, if it just ends up being one of these robots? I wouldn't be surprised, but the, the thing I find interesting is, so he was all about trying to learn how to bring people back to the dead. That's how he lured Anakin yeah. to the dark side. Yeah, that's the, funny, the, the, the secrets he stole from Darth Plagueis. Yes, and that was the thing, is he still hadn't figured that out yet. Like, you know, the one thing he, you know... Funny enough, the joke was in episode one or two is he could not say he could save others from death, but not himself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, did Palpatine pull it off? Did mm-hmm. he save himself from death? Horcruxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's really funny. There's a meme going around that that is a horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, uh, J.K. Rowling. Right. <laughs> she called it 20 years early. Yep. <laughs> Um, so, you, so you've got, you know, this, the Star Destroyers coming out of the water. You have all your old characters you love. Mm-hmm. There's, um, you know, the desert place, and they're shooting those yellow, like, color explosions. And that was a big deal about, uh, wasn't really the color drive like there wasn't in, in The Last Jedi with the red and the salt, which mm-hmm. was just beautiful yeah. footage. Crate. Fantastic mm-hmm. footage on Crate there. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're going to get more of that, just that kind of a cool, I like where they're going with a lot of their cinematography, too. too. I wonder if we're going to get more, because pl- we only got whatever the casino planet was. I can never remember. A Canto Bite. Canto Bite and Crate were the only two planets the we got. The two new ones, right. Yeah. Well, the, we, we, they, and those are the only planets at all. Yeah, it was, it was, either, it was either the... Space, space Canto Bite, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, so it was like the most limited variety of places. Mm-hmm. Right, and we know now, because we've been specifically addressing that in our reviews of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got, 
You have Bray run into the jungle. We don't know what that is and the significance of that. We have the Star Destroyer and Death Star crashed. Is that Endor's moon? Is that actually Endor? Like, you know, what is that? You know, because the shield generator and the Ewoks are on the moon of Endor. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so where is that, you know? So we have all, we have all this new footage to to discover and everything like that, but it's gonna be who's gonna live, who's gonna die. The, the trailer was just fantastic. You then, forgot one of my favorite scenes. Well, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, when all of the ships, yeah, the, the just whole the ships, Resistance Armada, just whoop, they're right there. Well, it's and like, so that was one of the lines that was really struck with a lot of people too. Is Palpatine says the line, "You're coming together will be your undoing" or whatever, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like, oh, what is gonna happen so, in this movie? Well, so the, I. I thought during my first watch of episode eight that Ray and Kylo were going to switch sides. I thought that we were going to have dark Ray and light Kylo. Right. And then they sort of team up for like five minutes and they, then they just go back to what they, they were. They pull the lightsaber mm-hmm. apart and that's back. Yeah. So, and it's like, um, I'm wondering if that is still in play where like they might switch teams or team up or something like that. And maybe that's the thing where it's like, it I'm, almost I'm, appears like that, though. I'm, I'm gonna, well, so yeah, so like with with them destroying whatever that thing is, like ashing that totem or whatever yep. it is. Um, and I I know I've brought this up before, and I never really have seen other people might have talked about this, but this whole like bringing balance to the force thing with Anakin. And I know that I've talked to you guys about this, where it's like the Jedi think that bringing balance to the force is eliminating the mm-hmm. the Sith, right? Right. But like you can't have the light without the dark, right? right. So and in eventually he knocks it down to there's. That's Yoda and Obi Wan, and right. <laughs> Anakin and Emperor Palpatine. The yep. Force is balanced, right. right? Right, and then so that type. Of, so and then when Luke's talking about it's time for the Jedi to Jedi to die and all this stuff, it's like maybe the maybe the Jedi as a name and the Sith as a name disappear, and it's sort of like a gray force type of thing where it's like you use both sides in balance to be able to do greater, right? You know, mm-hmm. and like and that's like Ahsoka. The, so right. then, and that's the type of thing where it's like, I never see a lot of people sort of talking about that. It's always about it's like you have to get rid of all the Sith so that the good guys can win, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. or it's just never addressed. And I think that, in my mind, I'd really like to see it go that way because I mean, like, so they're fulfilling this prophecy that they set up technically at the very beginning, but you know, right. in in the middle with the prequel trilogies, mm-hmm. but this. You know, he's going to bring balance to the Force. And if it's the end of the saga and this is the ultimate end of his legacy, right. the idea that the Force, as we know it, with, with the strict light and the strict dark, gets taken down and is balanced with the gray Force users. Right. And so, I mean, and that, that was a big thing that hopped out to me, too, though, is the thing that also, you had the Force Awakens, you had the Last Jedi, and then you have the title of the movie to see Skywalker put directly in the title changed my expectations mm-hmm. for this movie again. Because it's like, we thought this movie was about Rey. And then when The Last Jedi didn't address her lineage, you know, that's what the trilogy's been focused on, is her, predominantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have this title come out in The Rise of Skywalker, and it's like, well, was the movie about Rey? Or was it about the Skywalker saga? And the fact that it can, if it can tie all of the movies together, it would be incredible. And it's going to be interesting to see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Because technically, Ben, Kylo Ren, is a Skywalker. Yep. And I keep forgetting that, you know, because it's well, like... Well, Solo... Well, no, well, but Leia, Skywalker. He's Leia. got yeah. Sci- Skywalker right. blood, yeah. Right, Leia. Right. And so it's like, is it about Kylo? And is he going to have a redemption arc? It will be weird for me to see Dark Ray. you know? I, I, I still I think, think that's, that's a vision. A, yeah, it's a it's vision a or a flash sideways yeah. or a nightmare. She's got the butterfly lightsaber. <laughs> that's the... Oh, do you know who the only other Jedi to have that? Who? Well, it's not canon. It's not... It's canon. Well, it's not... Okay, it's canon, but it's not... The normal okay. Star Wars. It's not what everybody wouldn't. knows. It's E. It was from Clone Wars. Who was it? Though? Oh, it was Captain General, Rex. It was General Krell. <laughs> General Krell, which is yep. one of the best story arcs in that show. It's on Umbara, and it's it's amazing. dark. It's so good. Dark. Je- uh, clones killing Jones. Uh, clones <laughs> killing Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. That uh, is. <laughs> oh. No, I, oh, I read oh, a funny thing too. So Chris, Chris like loves Indiana Jones, and I love Indiana Jones as well. I do People too. were saying is uh, Indiana Jones is just Han Solo dreaming when he was in Carbonite. <laughs> oh, that's a Twin Peaks level action yeah. happening there. Yeah, that's just his like what he's thinking about when he's you know, <laughs> like, nothing like a good blaster at your side and a whip. Yeah. So, I said um, no camels. That's five camels. camels. <laughs> I love that movie. That's my favorite line of I think anything. It just, Isn't it John nothing. Rhys Davies' character who brings those? Yeah, in? yeah. yeah Sala is John Rhys Davies, also known as Gimli. Gimli from Lord of the Rings. So um, we're bringing but, it all together. So woo-hoo. Gimli's having a having a dream about being Sala in Han Solo. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we brought all, all the franchises them. together. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so it's like, okay, so Skywalker, is that in reference to something else or is it in reference to Kylo or what's mm-hmm. going to happen? Dark Ray, you've got that stuff too. Um, Do you think there's going to be a, a Force Ghost Luke? I absolutely think Luke. There better be. I know there better be. And if there's not, I'll be surprised. I, want, oh, I already oh. think he's credited in I, the movie. I want to see Force Ghost Luke fighting potential dark side Force Ghost Palpatine. That would be, I would that, see that. That would be the best. Well, here's the thing, though. That's the rise of the Skywalker. Sith, the Sith can't come back as Force Ghost. That's like that we know of. That we know of. That we he know might be able to manifest Force. himself a different way, and then Force Ghost Luke has to kick his butt. Maybe they can't, you know maybe they can't be blue and sparkly, but they could, like, inhabit somebody or... He yeah, like it'll be someone. like it'll be like the the flashy girl from um, Ant Man and the Wasp, the girl that can't. Oh, Phantom! Phantom. Oh, yeah. Phantom! She yeah, she disappears and comes in and people yeah. and takes. Them That's over what he's whatever, gonna be like. He can't quite control um, it. And, and then to, to end the feels for the trailer, the fact that they did the Force will be with you, and then with Luke's and then voice, Leia and then Leia always. Is, uh, always Oh man, they really, they really just outdid themselves here. They got a lot of heartstrings to play with for uh, everybody. Freaking hyped! Oh, mm-hmm. it's insane. The other funny. Okay, so anyways, that's my that's that's the whole Star Wars trailer to me is just you've got you get to see the characters that we've learned to love, the new mm-hmm. ones. You get the characters that we have loved through all these movies. And there's characters you're hoping um, to see. We're hoping to see. I know because you see Ghost the f- right behind the Falcon. This Ghost is from Rebels. Okay. It's a, the ship throughout the whole entire thing. Um, but you see that right behind the Falcon. Jeremy's theory is that you're going to see like 80-year-old Ahsoka. Yeah, which would be super cool. That would be pretty freaking dope. Because it's be- plausible. Togur does live up to 200 years old, so she could still be around. Otherwise, we have some great characters. We have Ezra could be in there because he's disappeared. Well, and here's the Well, what if there's time you travel? Nev- <laughs> there is. I wonder, if they, I wonder if they would tie that up because at the end of Rebels... Palpatine. <gasps> what if Palpatine Sabine- used the tribe... Oh, man, we don't want to get into this is some serious <laughs> lore stuff. But to make a very long story short, OK, there's a jet. Rebels is about a group of people called the Phoenix Squad. You've got Kanan, who's in charge of Ezra. Ezra's a great character. He's young. He's learning to be a, that's it's a kid's show. But it, again, meant adults watch it, too. And he's got a great story arc. Kanan dies Spoiler. and gives his life to save the, the Phoenix rest Squad. of the Phoenix. And so Ahsoka runs into Vader and they have an epic showdown. And it ends, it doesn't show their fight. They stay together and it ends. So Palpatine later on lures in Ezra and there's a cave painting that had to do with father, son, and daughter. And he's able to open the painting and he goes into a room that's all, it's like the inside of a clock and all the, the force is like connected and there's doorways and different things. Well, Palpatine's trying to get through that doorway. So he like, can come back. So into he can our- come back. What if he came back that way? That's what I'm wondering. And so Ezra sees his master, Kanan, and wants to save Kanan. But if he saves Kanan, he's going to pull him out of that time frame. And kill off the Phoenix. And it would end up killing him, and he would end up more or less killing himself. So he has to, like, leave that alone and let his master die. But what he does see is Ahsoka fighting Vader. Doesn't Yoda... Like the voice of Yoda kind of come to Ezra at that point, and or I'm, what is I, it? I remember well, something. Ahsoka, I think it was Ahsoka. I think because he pulls Ahsoka out, and then he might run into Kanan. But oh, so he yeah, pulls Ahsoka out from the fight from Vader, and that's that. It's in a Sith temple, and like as as the Phoenix fly away, the Sith temple collapses because they're in there trying to get the Sith holocron. Okay. And that's what Vader is after, and like. When he takes it and opens it and everything, there's a fight over it, and that the temple starts to like crumble, and so um, that's why Ahsoka dies. Vader gets out, but Ahsoka ends up dying at that point. But Ezra is able to go in and save her before. And then, what, I mean, it what's collapses. fun about this whole theory is it could be explained in the movie without people having to need to see that. Right. But it could be explained away, and then if people wanted to learn more, they could always go back right. and watch that. Well, for and a then what I'm saying is, it could be Sabine and Hera, or Sabine, sorry, Sabine and Ahsoka, because Sabine and Ahsoka they go after go looking for Ezra. Ezra because Something happens Ezra. to Ezra. He does. He's not killed. He goes MIA. Yeah. Interesting. It's deep, so, oh deep lore. Gosh. Holy smoke. Wow, yeah, I'm so awesome. excited now thinking about Ezra, this. So Thrawn <laughs> is a great battle commander, and Ezra goes to take Thrawn one-on-one, oh. and he makes friends with animals that can go to hi- the light speed. And another, sorry. And he saves him in a previous episode, so Ezra... They're like space whales. They're space whales. More or less. And so Ezra is on Thrawn's ship, and he like signals the these space whales to come, and so Thrawn 
locks down so Ezra can't leave. So the space whales grab the Star Destroyer and take the whole thing to light speed, and we have no idea what happens. That's how it ends. So Thrawn, Ezra, and these space whales are together out in space somewhere. So Rebels ends with uh, Sabine and Ahsoka going out and looking for Ezra. Mm -hmm. In Ghost, more or less. So it's like... Interesting. So, I mean... That would be and sick. Then, so, so for us, when we see Ghost in the trailer, now you know why we get excited for that. Yeah. It's like, what? The ship's around. <laughs> well, you see, you see there's, a, there's a... Ghost is in Rogue One. Okay. You see, a, you see Ghost fly through in Rogue One. Don't you see Chopper in that, too? Uh, I don't know if you see Chopper, but you see you see Ghost, Ghost sure. which is getting me, you know, it gets super exciting. So you were talking they, about they might not explain it; it could just be a shot. Right. Yeah, it, it could, could just be an be, Easter egg, right? Yep. Which because that's what it be, was in Rogue One. Would be cool, but I really want to see like they need to close out the Ezra arc. Arc, yeah. Like instead of just leaving it hanging. But you talked about Thrawn, and I don't mean to like completely jump off of the trailer, but they did announce the Thrawn TV show. Yeah, they're going to be a Thrawn TV show, and I, I want it to be Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh. Benedict Cumberbatch would be a sick Thrawn. Like, he's got the high cheekbones, the longer face. He, I mean, you, we've seen him play Khan in Star Trek. I think he's got the personality to play Thrawn. Easy. And it'd be a, that'd, be a, that'd be a, such a fun, and it's live action. That's the important mm-hmm. thing to remember. And so it would be so much fun to see. It'd be like watching a movie where you're rooting for the, I mean, you root for Thrawn. You like Thrawn. He's portrayed in such a way that mm-hmm. you side with him. Well, the only reason he's fighting for the Empire is because he's very calculated. He's very... Uh, organized and everything like everything he does has a purpose he tries to look forward to like make sure what he's doing is going to end up on the winning side and so that makes him he ends up becoming grand admiral thrawn of the empire so the only reason he's with the empire is he sees them as the winning team okay that makes sense um and he's trying to steer them away from his people his people live outside in the unknown regions yep and so that's Palpatine's goal is to expand to that point. So he can, from the inside, redirect traffic. Okay, that's cool. Safe. It's super cool. Great character. Both of his books, excellent. There's why oh. halfway through the third one. And it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's I called Thrawn Treason. One. Oh. Interesting. So, so speaking of, okay. did you see that, uh, um, oh, man, this name is escaping me right now. Ian oh, yeah, that he knew four years yeah, ago. I saw that. What? Four years ago, I he saw knew. Tell me about this now. Yeah, the, the, I, I saw it on Reddit. I um, didn't read it. I didn't read anything about it. But yeah, I saw that he's known about this for four years. Yeah. So ba- basically, he he was the all the detail that I got was um, they have been working on this for four years, and he was told strictly to not tell anybody about this and he's like this is like the, a great burden has been lifted off my shoulders this is all he wanted to do for the last four years is tell people it's like there's gonna be this super awesome <laughs> Obi-Wan TV series I'm so excited oh I my goodness so, so, so what's my fun favorite is favorite Jedi you have to imagine you know I'm excited for Disney Plus which comes out in like two weeks I can't wait for it I was really I was actually excited when you said you want to watch The Mandalorian with us Chris wants to come over and watch oh, Mandalorian with sure. us oh for sure so yeah, or you can come over to my house <laughs> <laughs> we have, right, right? <laughs> you guys are set up a little bit better for company, um, but anyway, so I'm I'm so excited for the Mandalorian. To, oh, I have to tell a funny story. So really quick, Brett is my boss at work. Hilarious. He goes, "What's up with this new show?" I the had a Mandal- boss ask me too. He's like, "The Mandalorian. Why are they calling Boba Fett the Mandalorian?" And I was like, "Brett, it's a different guy." He's like, "No, it's not. That's Boba Fett." Like, I was no, like, "No, Brett, it's a different guy." And he's like, "You're over there thinking that." He's like, "It's Boba Fett." So then, like. A day has gone by or whatever, and he brought it up again in the funniest way today. I, I said something, and he's like, no, you're wrong. Just like about you and Mandalorian and Boba Fett. It just made me laugh. because it's like It is not Boba Fett. Yep. Not in any capacity. So I, I, like, here's me, super nerd, trying to explain. It's like, okay, here. You got this guy whose Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, yeah. but... This it's, is like a, it's like Boba Fett. Yeah, it's, it's like about, the species or the yeah, race like or whatever. All yeah. toma- all fruits are tomatoes, but not all tomatoes are whatever, you know. <laughs> you said that backwards. All tomatoes are fruit. Yeah, there you go. Not, not all, all fruits fruit are, are tomatoes. Actually, so you want to know, technically, there's no such thing as a vegetable. All plants are fruits. There you go. In a, in a very technical sense, the, the distinction between a fruit and a vegetable is... Um, one's underground and one's on a plant. Well, that that's not even necessarily... That doesn't hold for everything either. Like, scientifically... There's no difference between the fruit and a vegetable. It's just about like savory versus sweet is where the original line was drawn. Oh. But then it's like people are like, well, this has more characteristics of that, so we'll call this a fruit instead of a vegetable. There's really not like like when you bake, break it down and you're just looking at like the the technical spec sheet of a fruit versus a vegetable. They're basically the same constitution. It's just one savory and one sweet. That's cool. 
So there's not really, like, scientifically speaking, like, scientists don't care if it's a fruit or a vegetable. It's just a plant, oh, you know? So fruit and vegetable is a culinary thing, not a... Sarah <laughs> brought up a TV show today thing. that was kind of reminding me of this conversation. But we can save that. We'll come back to that in another <laughs> podcast. It's just, it's sci- it's a chef that uses science to cook. Oh! Chef challenges, versus science? Yeah. He challenges uh, Michelin star chefs. She was telling me about it. Like, he made clear tomato soup. Yeah. <laughs> so what he did is he he took this tomato, peeled it, stuck it into a thing, did a food, not a food process, but the thing he... Put an immersion blender. Immersion blender, okay. yes. And then he boiled it or, you know, mushed Blended it all it down. And, yeah, did his thing. Then he put it into jars, put it in a centrifuge. And so it's sitting there spinning, and it pulls pulled all of the fibers and all of everything else that's not necessary, and, and it left the, um, the, the water, the flavor from it. <laughs> The liquid. The tomato, the clear tomato juice. Exactly, and he dumped it into a bowl and he served that up as a soup. And the, sh- the chef was like, okay, I get what you're doing. It's bland. I'm going to let you try it again. So he took the base of it. He boiled it a little bit. Added Reduced some, it, yeah. Yep, added some spices. And he poured, the, it's still clear, poured it into a bowl, added some vegetable pieces, and he handed it to the guy. The chef was like, I see what you're doing. It's not bad. He was like, I want to use this, and I want to perfect it. <laughs> Can you imagine being served clear tomato soup, though? That is it'd be, super w- cool. It'd be weird dipping your grilled cheese into that. Know, right? Oh, my goodness. It'd, just, it'd be soggy bread at that point, yeah. but it would be tomato soup. That's crazy. I thought of your sister, though, when I saw that, because I think she kind of looked into she, science she, yeah, and cooking. Yeah, she does some cool I'm, stuff with yeah. meat and everything mm-hmm. else. Okay, like, all cooking is is chemistry. Right. right. You know, so it's like Walter White would be like with a 20-star chef. What were we talking about? There was a food I was talking about, and it was like the difference between it being good or bad is like, um, oh, it's like most seafood is like, like shrimp, it's really a minute or two before it goes from being cooked to right. like rubbery or burnt. Like it's not that long. You mm-hmm. got to like really hit the right window when you're cooking food. But we will have a food episode or yes. come back to food food stuff. Back to Star Wars. Yeah. Back to Star Wars. I was actually thinking this. We have been so far away from Star Wars for the past like six, well, like six episodes. Lot of fun yeah. stuff to talk about. And now we're back on Star Wars again. It makes well, me happy. We're, 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 we can tell we've got Star Wars like on the be- like. <laughs> It's like turning the faucet on. It's like <laughs> fire hose of Star Wars at the viewers. <laughs> well, so like I've I've been meaning to talk to you guys. I was like, we need to find a way to tie a little bit of Star Wars and what we we're talking yeah. about. But this one, it's like all Star, all Star Wars. Wars all day. We'll um, just cut clips of this and just sprinkle them throughout every single right. episode. <laughs> the Wait, they're not wearing the same clothes. I, yeah. I am personally super super excited. Um, I want to get back into doing like Lego videos and stuff like that, but. I love the reviews, and I can't. We're getting so close to the movie coming out, and we're going to be able to land right. I, like one of my favorite podcasts or episodes is going to be discussing the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is going to be. I'm proud an of absolute you. Absolute blast. You have gotten I've, the name right I've every really single to. time today. I know. <laughs> my, my new catchphrase is "Rise of the Skywalker" because of our title, "The Rise of the Podcast." Yeah. Jerry's been calling it "Rise of the Skywalker." So. Which, by the way, our SEO is terrible. <laughs> I know it is compared to our what? Our search engine optimization. People, if you search for "Rise of the Podcast," we're on like page like nineteen. It what? Cuts because oven the don't count, and so rise and podcast, and there's already a couple like oh. rise podcasts. So how do we make it better? Change our name. Change our name. But <laughs> it's okay. Well, if people like if it'll work out. Once we grow. Yeah. If you search Rise of the Podcast in a year from now when we have 50,000 subs, it'll come up. First page. <laughs> oh, you think small. We're going to have a million subs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're going to have uh, 209. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Chris is a negative Nelly. He's I am. I sit over here waiting you guys down. Like, <laughs> right? No, no, no. I'm already, like, uh, freaking out because I want to do the new show. And, um, like, I want to be a part of the whole process and, like, I just feel like a new gumshoe here or whatever, a new recruit trying to use Premiere Pro and After Effects and Dragon Frame and everything else. You'll get so. it. Um, and you're trying to learn how to use that drone still. So funny story about that. I almost crashed it tonight. <laughs> I was trying to fly under the bridge thinking I was good because I watched that guy fly through a Jeep, but he shut off his track, his uh, mm. obstacle <laughs> collision detection. Yeah. So I was flying under the bridge and all of a sudden David and his friend are like, go up, go up. Go up. And I'm like, what, what, what? And I look up and it's like, oh, oh, the drone's like a foot and a half or two feet above the water. Uh, up and out. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> well, you would think that the bottom collision detection would prevent it from hitting the water, too. So it might just sort of like go like right. bobbing through. Out. Yeah. But as long as I see, I just don't know if it works against water. It detects water. Like the or reflection not. or whatever. You know. Well, so you like we could probably test that. Just get like in a shallow water, yeah, yeah. like a kiddie pool, yeah, a kiddie pool or something. Like lower it down and see if it'll actually stop itself. Or right, but 
Anyway, so, so yeah, so I've been trying to learn all that and um, come up with the reason to view, you know, view those clips. But the people I've shown the drone footage to go nuts for it. It's so much fun. It's the it's really a blast. Now, Wait, are, are we done with the uh, trailer? I think so. I think okay. so. The thirty six minutes in. <laughs> so this was Chris's idea to talk about Star Wars holidays and which holiday is coming up. Halloween. So this isn't canon, but in Legends, there is Halloween in Star Wars. So what does Star Wars Halloween entail? It looks a lot like ours. Just regular. <laughs> so they have like Ewoks dressing up like bigger Ewoks. Oh my god. Chewie takes the Ewoks out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the planet is celebrated on. Uh, so yeah, is it's it? actually, it's, there's, a, there's a number of them, but the or ones they Endor, mentioned yeah. were uh, the moon of Endor. And then uh, Coruscant. So well, of course Coruscant would. Yeah. So they they celebrate them a little a little differently. Ewoks dress up primi- primarily as ghosts. Okay. Oh. Bed sheet ghosts. Yep. <laughs> Bed sheet ghosts. Um, but they like, ah, uh, gosh, I need to look this up. Give me a second. I'm sorry. So instead of candy, what do they pass out then? I don't think they do. So Spears? it says, for yeah. Ewoks of Endor. Those things that they smash ATSTs right. with. So this is on Wikipedia. It says, for Ewoks, the Ewoks of Ender, the festival was an annual highlight of characterized by revelry, costuming, laughter, and a large feast. Oh, there you go. So they just, so they they just took up a bunch of porgs and... <laughs> a bunch of humans, you mean? So, yeah. okay, okay. Speaking of that, somebody posted something, and it, it, it said, so you... The only way for the Ewoks to have had clothes that were right size for Leia was they had to have killed another woman Leia's size. That's true. Isn't that kind of more? Oh, okay, okay. So keeping that in mind, the Ewoks had clothes for Leia, yeah. but the entire Rebel fleet did, did not, not have, have clothes for land. For <laughs> 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 Which that's going to come into play later on. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <sighs> That's funny. That scene is so funny. I know. So a couple other things. Uh, in During the Halloween of 3rd ABY, after the Battle of Yavin, yep. a predatory creature known as a Hanadak attacked Bright Tree Village but was coaxed into leaving when Wicket and other, wor- other Ewoks placed pacifying blue dlock leaves upon it. Oh, funny. Yep. Well, well, and then you had told me that, so one of my favorite characters and which is really... I'm so gonna, that's on Coruscant. I'm going to flip back mm-hmm. to when we made the parody video and we probably the coolest retweet, retweet we got was by the lady that worked for Lucasfilms. Yeah, one of the publicists. Yep, one of the publicists. She had her profile picture was Tracy of... Tracy Yeah. The Zillow Beast. Yeah. I love that episode in Clone Wars. It's an amazing episode. And... Is it Halloween related? Yes, it is actually. On no, Coruscant, on Coruscant, they dress up as Zillow beasts. Yep. Oh, that's one. Of the, so you, they, they have multiple masks you can wear, but then um, the full costumes they've got a purple furred wampa, a oh, green weird. Zillow beast, and there was one other one. Oh wait, a Tuscan Raider. Yeah, okay, classic Halloween costume. <laughs> have, have you done your Tuscan voice on tape yet? I think I have. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think so. So anyway, oh, wait, we won't do it. We but. can we can post. That video somewhere. If it exists, if otherwise it exists. I might be too lazy to do it too. There may or may not be a link. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You'll probably see it in a future video. Ooh. I think we did with the one with Janae. Oh, did we? Yeah. Because oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. We absolutely did. Okay, so yeah. there's going to be a link. Jeremy, give me a point. All right. All right. You look right there. You can find the video. Uh, More yes. work for me. <laughs> so I almost got it down, but I won't. I won't do. It. I do a mean Zoidberg now, but I will not be able to do it. I'd be too nervous to do it right now. So. <laughs> So I love Futurama. I thoroughly. Are we going to switch from a Star Wars channel to a Futurama channel? No, but ah, I told you I want to go cosplay as Bender. I love sweet. Bender. And so the one we just watched is with penguins. and uh, Yeah, where they, he's got the tuxedo yeah, and he gets yeah. reprogrammed. Yeah. yeah, to live with the penguin. It's a funny episode. Yeah, it is. And so then he's sad because he's the captain and Fry isn't his friend anymore and he crashes into an iceberg and breaks through 6,000 layers of steel in order to spill the... Yeah, if only there had been 6,001! <laughs> <laughs> what were the engineers thinking? Oh, my goodness. What a great show. I don't... Oh. Uh, actually, so... I understand why Jim has reservations about that show. We've had that conversation, but I just started watching it. I had tried to watch it in the past, but I didn't get a lot of the references because I was younger when I tried to watch it. Now I get all of them, and so it's a lot funnier now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great show. Um, 
it's really funny. Anyways, so yeah, so they had the Zillow Beast, and I, I love that episode. So the, the Zillow Beast is like the story of uh, Jurassic Park Two. T Rex is cool, mm-hmm. but he gets brought to New York and then wreaks havoc, or San Francisco, or wherever he comes from. San Francisco, I believe. And uh, so he wreaks havoc. Or San Diego. San Diego, something like that. Oh my goodness. Okay, just let us know in the comments. I'm not gonna look this up. But, um, <laughs> so the Zillow Beast is the same thing. Palpatine wants it because its shell is really hard, so he wants to use it to like make the Death Star. And so that's going to take a lot of Zillow beasts. Well, so if he can replicate it, he wants, so in the only way, so they're going to try to keep it alive at first and they're going to, you know, pull the shells off of it or, but the only way they can do it is to kill it, to replicate it. And so he gets loose and cause he's a good beast and uh, <laughs> he wreaks havoc. I, okay, You're I, such a good beast. It's like our dog. I, <laughs> I think I cried during that one. It was sad. So anyway, so it, like, you know, when he dies and he lays, his, he's got a big long neck. He lies, like dies and lays down. And he like looks at the people for the last time and then, you know, shuts. It's dramatic. What are you doing, Zillow Beast? Taking one last look at, at all my of my friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Palpatine carts him off and does his research on him, but. So, anyways, so, what a, I hate Palpatine. What a I jerk. Know. He is, he's a jerk. You know what? I think that he might be a bad guy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how good of a bad guy is he, though. He's amazing as a bad yeah. guy, as that character. Mm-hmm. So, all this fun Star Wars stuff that's happening. Like, I'm so excited for the celebration next year. Me too. Um, We're under a year now. We are definitely under a year. Yeah, at this like point. 10, 10 months, months away. I've got to get cracking on my clone costumes. And I need to. He just goes Bender. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, so somebody did Bender R2D2. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, fun. they did uh, Bender and then the body was R2D2. So. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. I need to fix my Ahsoka. That poor girl. She has. Or you could just do her. another, you could just pick another person too. Oh, I, She's well, got okay, a I'm light planning, Raycon costume. I'm planning on next celebration, planning on going as Tora from Resistance and as Sonara. Both from Resistance. Both from Resistance. One's a purple pirate and one's a speed racer with a white and... You know the two buns that I do? That's her hair. Okay. Pretty cool. So we'll see. I need to get cracking on both of those. And so... Someday someday we'll make cosplay videos. Someday. (laughs) The construction videos. When somebody helps me get all set up with the videos and stuff. It's not that hard. Well, you gotta show me. Yeah, Jeremy. (laughs) Gotta film at home. Need more lights. You do. You never have enough lights. I, everything I always try to do, it's not lit well enough. I, I've, I've said that a thousand times. It's like, you, you'll never have too much light. You can have five suns and be like, ah, if only I had a sixth sun. <laughs> if only there was 6,001. Yeah, I know. It's the frustrating part of it all. But uh, And then, yeah, I just want to do like one shout out too. You know, um, we had Dulacon, which we had a whole podcast dedicated to yeah. that. But I just wanted to say that um, it was really fun meeting a lot of people and um, I want to reach out to some of the connections and friends we made and get mm-hmm. a couple more guests on the show. And um, I'm excited for what's coming up. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's as good a time as any to wrap up. So I don't need to turn these off and on again. So <laughs> if you like this video, go ahead and put a like on it. It shows you support this channel and uh, want to see more content like this. Feel free to subscribe if you want to sort of come back and check out the type of things that we're doing. Ring the notification bell if you want to get notified of every single video that we upload. It means a lot to us. It shows that you're really interested in all the things we're making here and you kind of want to be a part of the team. And uh, comment down below with uh, how you felt about the Star Wars trailer. Like, what was... I or, really want to know. I, I, want, I want some yeah. theories. I want to know how people reacted. I think, like, universally, the C-3PO bit, oh. without getting too deep into it, because uh, obviously spoilers out now, but... <laughs> well, I want to hear the theories connect about our connection to Rebels in the new movie. Yeah, so just comment all that below. We want to talk to you guys about this. It's super exciting. And, of course... May the Force be with you.